Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Legend in My Spare Time! Motherfucker! Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Hi, this is Carl Weathers, and you're listening to Legend in My Spare Time Podcast. Legend in My Spare Time. 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 Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to a brand new edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. This is Legend in My Spare Time. I almost died right off the intro. My name is Matt Motherfucking Lees. I'm your host. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Legend Podcast and use that hashtag L I M S T. Now, if it's a brand new edition, you know what that means. I'm back with my boy, the one and only, the most exciting man in podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, just motherfucking John. Hey, that is so true. It is true. It is And true. I give you the big bolsterous intro, and then you go, all right. Well, I like to undersell myself, so people then are just pleasantly sort of... See? That's right. And, you know, I wouldn't say surprise, like just... Ah. That's right. I like that. I use that at work when the bosses say to me, what kind of a day have we had today then? And I always say, medium. Always. And they go, what do you mean? I'm like, well, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been good. And they say, why don't you ever ever say anything more than medium? And I said pretty much what you said. I say, look, man, if I say today was an awesome day and then it isn't, I'm going to look like a dick. If I say it's a bad day and it's an awesome day, it's going to look like I didn't know what I was talking about. So if I just say it's been a day, then I haven't fucking committed myself to anything. There you go. Fuck them. Ladies and gentlemen, we are honestly super glad to be back. Now, usually when we go on a break like this and you haven't heard from us in a few weeks, uh, it would it, it's possible that just Johnny and I haven't seen each other, you know, uh, outside of work, because uh, a lot of times we'll both be busy, end up doing other things. But in this situation, the last few weeks, uh, we've had lots to do, but we've just been too busy to podcast because we've actually had events to do and shit. And, and I was ill as well. You was ill? I, I was bad. Yeah, actually, that's fair. There was a week scheduled where just Johnny's there going, <coughs> no, if you want to podcast, uh, I can podcast. Uh, no, no, tonight. come on. It's my okay. throat was way yeah. more sexy. Like, hey, baby. Hey, baby. If you, if you want to if you want to record tonight, I'm good. Hey. And I said, you know what? I don't need another cold. Fuck you. You ain't coming in my house until you better. You know, so there we are. But in that time, ladies and gentlemen. I did get better. You did get better. Congratulations. We're very happy to hear that. Um, first things first, you always start podcasts with what you call housekeeping. So you may have noticed in your feed, wherever you're listening to this, that we have brand new artwork, brand new cover work. We are so happy to finally unveil it. This is one of the things that have been going on the last couple of months. And, uh, you know, we, we hired this dude, we commissioned this artist, and we thought, oh, maybe he'll make something cool. Um, but unbelievably good. 
Like, you know, as much as we knew this gent was a talented artist, we had no idea it would come out this good. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. It is done by the one and only Alejandro <clears throat> Rosado from Chicago, Illinois. Check him out on all of the uh, online media at Alero Art. And uh, we want to just say a big thank you to him. We cannot believe how cool this is. Folks, if you need artwork done, uh, he works quick. He's, he's, he's a cool dude. He's friendly. Uh, and his prices are more than reasonable for what you get out of it. So uh, check him out, Alero Art, on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much. Check out the new artwork. Uh, it's cool enough that we're even discussing having merch maybe to sell posters of it because it's that cool. You know what I mean? So thank you very much to him. And uh, then, you know, that's a little bit of our uh, our uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Let's have a housekeeping. Uh, also speaking of housekeeping, because we've been busy the last few months, we also want to announce to you folks that we have a brand new podcast that's going to launch very soon. Uh, separate feed, so it's going to have its own feed, its own website, all that kind of deal. That <laughs> podcast is called Matt Supper and a Chat. Supper and a Chat. No, it's called, yeah, Dinner with Cunts. What? Uh, we'll get to those fuckers later. Uh, the new brand new podcast is called Matt Lee's Gets Creative. That's me. Uh, and what we're going to do is we've been discussing it, and we're going to take all the interviews that I get to do when I host the book fairs, when I host Comic-Cons, and I get to meet interesting people like artists, writers, musicians. Um, those kind of don't fit with the whole legend in my spare time thing because legend in my spare time is about a, a guy who thinks he's a legend in his spare time and his best buddy sitting around talking shit. Who actually is. That's right. So then when we put up a random episode, which may be a really cool interview with me and some author or me and somebody else, I'm starting to feel like it's muddying the waters, if that like makes sense. that one you did with the, the lady, the voiced Overwatch character. Right. Uh, that was a cool interview, but totally out of place on this thing. Yeah, not only that, because, like, you know, it's really taken off with kids and young people. Right, exactly. They might not want to accidentally that's skip right. to one of the next ones. And that's my other thought was, if somebody goes to dig into this to hear me interview, you know, Kara um, Theobald, uh, and then they go, they, they get our most recent episode and it's me and you saying, motherfuck this and fuck that. You're going to lose them nine, right away nine, if they're not into it. Weed, so fucking. go back to your podcast app, wherever you get us, wherever you listen to us and throw in Matt Lee's Gets Creative. That's the new podcast. I believe the feed is live right now. There are no, There is not an episode up there yet, but I actually have them in the bank. I'm cutting them together. I've got some really cool things coming for you. Uh, the very first episode, I'm sitting down uh, with a phenomenal author by the name of Jasper Ford. He has unbelievably interesting stories to tell. He's written many, many novels. One of his books has been turned into a, Sky, a movie by Sky. Um, but for those of you who may not know who he is, let's, this is how you get interested. I hosted an entire day of book fairs where I interviewed authors. And in those things, guests of the book fair came in to watch these panels. Uh, but when I interviewed Jasper Ford, the room was full with all the other authors. Because they, they wanted to hear what this guy had to say. Uh, I'd like to be ego and say it was about me, but they didn't know who I was. What's cool is, though, they, they wanted to hear now. this guy's story. They wanted to know his experiences. And we even found time to bitch about the new, uh, the, the, the trilogy, you know, one, two, and three of Star Wars. So it was a great talk. That's going to be episode one of Matt Lee's Gets Creative. Hit it up wherever you get your podcasts. On Twitter, it's ML Gets Creative. So just hit us up, man, because we're going to separate things off. So just Johnny's not going anywhere, but we're just going to kind of keep the peas with the peas and the bananas with the bananas, whatever the fuck Ooh. that means. In I don't today's know. climate, that is not a good subject. Why? Oh, it's like separatism, you mean? Like we should all mix together? I don't know. I don't even want to get into it. Just check out my new podcast, Matt Lee's Gets Creative, where I get to interview people. All right? And on that note, thanks to Colin R. Parsons for once again inviting me to the Rhonda Book Fair. So we had another great year. Good times. I like good times. Uh, but it was 
the morning after our gig, big event. The gig, That's right. It? So August 31st, a few Fridays ago, as you'll know, because we've been harassing you about it for months, we hosted our event called Matt Lee's versus Cancer. And uh, you guys may remember from the, our most recent episode where we discussed how the fact that you were going to have to be my sound guy. Yeah, and color guy for lights and... That's right. So, because I showed up to the venue to to just see the place, assuming because usually for my gigs, uh, just Johnny here helps me by being my roadie, helps me carry all the shit in, but then he just gets to sit down and chill because I do my own sound mix with my own PA on the stage. Well, the the uh, Pony Pool Workman's Club is far too big for that, far too professional, far too classy. The sound booth was actually in a separate room, so I had to uh, Hide show me you away. how to do it. Hide me away in the but corner. You didn't mind that, really, did you? I think you nah, kind of liked yeah, it. You had like, your own little room. I know. Well, yeah. Yes and no. It's nice to be, you know, away from people so I don't have to be like, oh my God, how have you been? Oh my God, I know. But I had responsibility, so it was scary. You did have work to do. And I did fuck with you a little bit. A little too, bit, because we'll, you know, we'll get into it, because I messaged you a, a little bit, too. I'm not a dick. I just, all right, I'm a dick. So uh, the gig, we get there for our the sound check, just Johnny and I, on the day of the gig. We start setting things up. At which point he decides to tell me, uh, so uh, colorblind and tone deaf, this is going to go really well. So uh, with the light panel, we broke it down to numbers, remember? Yeah. We ignored colors. This one, this one, And this I one. numbered them for him so that we set up our two different types of sets. We had we had Upgroove and we had Mellow. That's right. His first, his debut as a lighting technician. And he had multiple setups. Multiple setups. And homie, homie slammed it. Until you went off list. Well, that's we'll get into that. So then, regarding the sound setup, we got kind of lucky in as much as my uh, my buddy uh, Dave lent me a massively loud, disgustingly loud guitar amp for such a small little device. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Dude, the whole night, I never went past two on the guitar volume. What did it go up to? Ten, eleven. I should have said eleven, but it goes up to 11. ten. Eleven, and I was only on a two. So all you had to do really was manage one mic. And I said to just Johnny, I said, as long as my voice is always louder than the guitar, you've done your job. And I think that worked. Everybody told me they could hear me. I had people say, it's nice to be able to hear the vocals for once. People singing along. So. Right, people sing because you go to so many gigs and it's just a super loud guitar and you can't hear the vocals. And, and, and for me, I'm there for vocals. I like, you know, I can listen to instrumental music at home. When I go see live music, I want to hear what the fuck they're on about, what they're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of the whole point there. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of people did not get that right. You go to a big gig and it's just like, and it's like you can't can hear any of the actual words. You can barely hear them, you know. But I personally think we had a great night, uh, and uh, you did a fantastic job in lights and sounds. There's a downside to that for you, though, is because now I know that you know you can do it. But only so, in that one place. Ah, no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Those no, boards does. are all exactly the same. No, they're not. Oh, they are, man. I got you now, motherfucker. I, I got like Dory, man. I got photos of you running the soundboard. I know you can do it. Dory, So memory. now when these gigs come up, it'll just be like, ah, just Johnny's a sound, man. Um, Wait, does that mean they're going to get paid? Like, Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I tell you what? For every gig I do, my sound man, you are in for 20%. All right. Now, keeping in mind, majority of the time, I make fuck all. I mean, but, that was a but, charity gig, so. But twenty percent of fuck all Dude. is yours. I know we're going to the number in a minute. I was just gonna say twenty percent of the charity gig. That would have been fucking sweet. That would have been fucking massive. That would have been sweet. We'll get into that. So the, ch- the charity gig's going well. Uh, I do, I do, uh, I do want to maintain positive because overall we did something fucking cool, man, and we raised uh, one thousand. 
146 pounds, 99 pence for the Valindra Cancer Center. And if you compare that to the amount of actual quote unquote work we had to do, my God damn, I wish we could do it every week, you know, because that was we had fun. Uh, and we, we did a really good thing. A lot of people helped us with that. So yes. before we forget, there's a lot of thank yous. But if you bought a ticket, if you made a donation online, uh, thank you so much. If you actually came to the show, thank you to a whole nother level for coming to hang out with us. If you bought raffle tickets, thank you so much. And especially if you donated raffle prizes because, you know, we couldn't have done it without you guys, too. Uh, so to everyone, a quick mention, though, to our friends at the Chicago Blues Brothers who gave us two tickets, uh, which our buddy Dave won. And he was super stoked for that because he's an old musical hippie. So Out of it, everyone, you yeah. just kind of like, that's a good fight. Yeah, if, if I could have rigged it for Dave to win, I would have. So I'm so glad Dave won. But also thanks to our friends at the Gallifrey Stands podcast, Colin R. Parsons, and again, everyone who donated booze, who made chocolate. Is it uh, Joe at work that made the Joe, really cool book, chocolate bouquets? Like bouquets yeah. from Joe or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. She, donated page. Us, she donated one of those to us. So thank you so much, everybody. As I said, 1,146 pounds, 99 pence. And we could not have done it without everybody. And uh, legit now, I know you and I don't like to get real. I could not have done it without you. So thank you very much for being there and for doing what you did. And you did a great job. Well, I, I think I had the most important job of the night. No, you literally did. Other than me, yours was the no, most no, I, important. I think even including you. I think right? I, I think yeah, yeah. Because I no matter what think. I'm doing, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, no one's going to hear it. Right. You, had the, you were the most important guy on the night. So thank you very much. And I'd love to sit here right now and go, folks, he was fucking... He was awful. Oh my! And it would be funny. Although to be fair, it was like turn some lights on. No, turn some lights on. We're bigging it up. Turn some lights on. Turn them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mess around with some sound a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because it's not that hard. You know. I mean, if it would have been like a four-piece band, and I would have gone right. These are the drums by you. You probably have gone. I don't want to. Because then you would have had a lot to mix. But we'll get to that. We'll we'll build up to that. Don't worry. But that's right. So thanks to everybody. Uh, Now during our sound check, the one thing I did want to mention was we were playing around with the lights. Remember when we got it to how we liked it? We killed the house lights. I get up on the stage. We're finally doing a sound check. And then what happens? Remember the, the dude who walked in? So, folks. Uh, the, the, the owner? Yeah, was he, uh, he, he, was, he, was, so he was a member of the club, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, uh, so we finally get the lights set up and everything. And I'm like, right, let's do a proper sound check with lights and sound exactly how you want them. Anyone who's done like a dress rehearsal knows exactly what I mean by that. Let's do it as exactly as if the crowd's there. So we kill everything. Just Johnny sits down. He's got his phone going so we can do like a, a preview a sound check video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we can know what the fuck we're doing. I don't get but a few bars into a song and all of a sudden the house lights come on and now this place is full of light and you hear, oh, you can see what you're doing, no? I don't think, yeah. No. And then he came and sat uh. right beside you and again, lovely dude. Like he wasn't harassing anybody. He was really friendly. But he sat with you and he's like, oh, so, well, so as I'm trying to sound check. Right, yeah, and he's just talking. I'm now hearing, so what does he do then? And you're like having to explain what I do while I'm up there, which is awkward for you, but it's more awkward for me because I'm up there as you're like, and then I could hear just Johnny going, no, he's giving all the money to charity is. And then all of a sudden he starts off about, oh, I've done gigs for charity. Yeah, it was the travel I did. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was really good. Going and on, go on, and on. on. And then the uh, the manager, I think, came into the bar, remember? And he was like, oi, leave those two alone. And to me, I kind of thought, thank you. But, yeah, you know. But on the plus I think side, everyone probably thought they were having a bit of a laugh, like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Whereas in reality, you were probably like, yeah, go away. Please, please leave me. I don't know. Who, I mean, again, Social interaction. Like, yeah, and the most important part is, as he got up from the table, he went, this will start you off, lads, and he threw 10 pounds on the table, and I thought, that's what it's all about, baby. Perfect. Yep. Imagine if everybody who talked to us had to give us 10 pounds after. Fuck, how we minted. I'd be a we little bit e- I'd be a little bit easier to get along with. I'd be, yeah. Only a little like, bit, I'd be though. nicer. 
Yeah. Now, so that's all the positives. There is a there is something I want to say to some people though that may be listening. If you know you're not going to attend a gig and you have no intention of going to an event, don't tell somebody for five six months that you're going to be at their event. That's it. I'm not going to moan. I'm not going to yell. I kind of want to mention names. I'm not going to mention names either. You know, usually I like naming and shaming. This event is so positive and I'm so proud of it. I'm just going to move on. But in future. Do not spend six months telling an artist of any kind or anyone putting on any kind of event that you can't wait to be there and you're really proud and then not show up. That's all I'm saying. I'd rather you say nothing than do that and then not turn up. The flip side, you've even had people saying, no, I won't be there. That's not my thing. And you're like, hey, no worries. I respect your honesty. Exactly. As much as as a musician, that kind of hurts my feelings. They've never heard me, so it doesn't. It's fine. But, you know, if you spend that long saying, yeah, I'll be there, you know I got your back, and then you don't turn up, hell yeah, yeah. That's a low blow. But ultimately, I'm not even going to cuss anybody out for that. I'm not putting anyone on the list of Lees because the event is so positive. And again, I'm super proud of what we did, but shame on a couple of you. That's all That's all we got to say. Speaking. I mean, well, for example, Fitzy fucking showed up from Dublin, Ireland. My boy, Magic Fitzpatrick, he shows up all the way from Ireland. You got people from, like, fucking Newport who couldn't make it. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, that's not why I brought Fitzy up. It was fucking wonderful to see him. Uh, also, Dr. Squee came up from Southampton, the host all of the Gallifrey Stands. the way from Southampton. Right? He took that's a like train. That's like another country as well. Right? Like, Fitzy took, like, a taxi and a plane and a taxi, and and, and, and Squee took, uh, like, a fucking a train. train and a taxi. And a good lady joined him, too. Yep. I'm not allowed to say Squeeze first name, so I won't say hers out of respect, but how you doing? I'm really glad you made it, and I'll say... Nicola's her name. Fuck it. I'm sure she's happy for that. Thank you for coming. I'm really glad you guys made it. But, so I set it up because I, I made sure that Fitzy and Squee booked the same hotel. Because then I thought, then you guys can share a taxi, and I don't have to worry about driving people around. We can do sound check and just chill out. Chill Perfect. the fuck out. So, I'm kind of peeking through the from the stage and i see squee arrive and i'm like all right the boys are here uh-huh. and i see fitzy coming down the stairs and i'm like oh fitzy's here even though i'd already seen him that day i knew you know it was just good to see them both like so you then, found the place that's right uh so you found it eh? no i'm s- still looking man <laughs> tony uh so i uh see, see fitzy and then all of a sudden i don't see fitzy and i'm like oh well maybe you know he maybe he went to get a drink or something uh, who knows maybe he's outside chatting to somebody i've kn- he's a friendly motherfucker that yes he is maybe he's outside chilling with somebody anyway then i realize it's been like easily 20 minutes and i have not seen fitzy so i walk up to squee and i say squee did you lose fitzy man and he says i just met the guy why is he my responsibility which is fair so, and i'm yeah. like no but really did you lose fitzy and he's like i'm not sure so then we find out somebody sent fitzy to get cash out at the local Tesco, our local supermarket. Well, local to this yeah, some, gig. He, he was like, oh, someone said there's a cash point at Tesco's just down the road. Yeah, so you live yes. in that area. You're familiar with the terrain, as it were. Explain to the loyal listeners what going to the cash point entailed in this situation. I think the way there would be nice because it's hilly as fuck. Yeah. So you're going downhill. You're there. Fuck, man, this is easy. I'm making hell of a good time. Yeah. And then, yeah, going up is a bitch. Yeah. Like, a real struggle. Yeah. You, you see, like, the people that do hill runs and stuff, and you're like, yeah, they, they fuck that. No word of a lie. Um, there's, like, a little circular path. Yeah. Uh, the local boxing club jog up there and do sprints up there. It's that fucking hard. And you just watch them, and they're dying on this hill. Yeah. So now he's been gone, what, 40 minutes? 
Yeah, give or take. So I go up to just Johnny and I'm like, all right, man, where's Fitzy? He's like, I don't know. You want me to go look for him? So you pull the Scooby-Doo and you're like, I'll go look for him. I'll get him, Scoop. So then it's been like 15 minutes and you're not back now. So I'm like, well, we lost Fitzy and now we lost just Johnny. That would be a perfect setup for a horror film. Right? So then I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. I'm going to go look too. So I grab skinny jeans wearing bitch Frodo, who was also there. Thank you very much for coming. All the way from Cardiff. Thank you very much. Um, I grab him and I'm like, let's go fucking find Fitzy. And he's like, oh, well. Didn't JP go look for him? I'm like, yeah, I think we lost him too. So, mm-hmm. so now somebody else is with us too. I'm so sorry. I don't remember who. There was a lot going on that day. Was it? Was it one of the the boys? No. Was it Nick? I think it might have just been Frodo. Maybe no, Frodo was. outside. Yeah. So we sat on the. Oh, maybe it was uh, Sean, uh, the Ginge, my fellow Ginge. Was he? W- anyway, Sean. Yeah. Anyway, fuck it. Doesn't matter. So we come walking around looking down this really steep hill, and we see yourself <laughs> and Fitzy. And where did you find Fitzy? Walking the wrong way up a dual carriageway. So you got to go under this little bridge or you can go up this other hill. So you go down a hill, up a hill, and over the flight, like this little bridge over the dual carriageway. Which would be like an on-ramp for a motorway. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. you can't... It's it's kind of like a mini motorway. You can't... No pedestrians. Not, no pedestrians, right. no. And then all of a sudden he's just walking up the side. Of, I'm like, oh, did you get over there? He's like, I don't know. Like, seriously, it's Tesco's the, is in the middle of this? Yeah. Like, I, I can't even figure how you'd get over the fucking... The barriers. The, and I'm, I was like, right. oh, did you get there? I can't hear you. Like, how did you get on that side? I can't hear you. Like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. And he's like, I don't know. I think I took a wrong turn in. So then they're coming up the hill. And Fitzy screams to me. I don't mind, I don't think he'll mind me sharing this. He screams. Who thought it was a good idea to send the fat guy down the hill to get money? Uh, so we finally get him back up. Um and it was a great night after that, man. Really good night. I gave you a set list. You knew exactly what you were doing. We timed yep. out the intro. Everything. Although we had the, it was the intro a bit quiet, so we I had, panicked. We had the intro read to us uh, by Steve from Dinner and a Podcast. Nobody else was available, so I got Steve to do it. Um, who? 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 You know, uh, you know, Mike, who does that podcast we like. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, one of his. One um, of those yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's our boy. Um, but so that was our night. Like I said, 1,146 pounds, 99 pence. We do plan on doing it again sometime in the new year. And thank you very much to everyone. But uh, we had really, we had an awesome time. But go ahead and tell the listeners how I fucked with you during the set, which, by the way, I did not do on purpose. Oh, you fuck off. You had like a set list, you know, you highlighted or ticked slow songs. So I know when I cue the lights up and down. Or the disco ball. Or That's disco- right, folks. Oh. You missed one fucking hell of a party. We had a disco ball. Which, you know, as an adult, you're like, yeah. As a kid, ah, fucking hell, disco balls were amazing. But as an adult, you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of shit. Post timing yeah. ball with little bits of glitter. Anyway. Yeah, because once it was, it was on, it was kind of like, this is kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was like, no, no. I was like, I hope he turns it off. Wasn't it just one beam of light constantly hitting yeah, your yeah, face, yeah. like going, blinding you, yeah, just blinding didn't, you, didn't blinding I, you? Didn't I tell you to turn it off too? I was like, I got, I had no, didn't yeah. I say I got a headache, turn it off or something? Yeah. yeah, so so we're on this, we're in our list. Just Johnny knows exactly what he's doing, and then Getting what close it leads to the end because you know I think there was like a, a couple of like fast slow, fast slow. And I'm like, oh, this is my fucking big moment. This is right? where I need to focus. Yeah, and you got a round of applause. I did. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of great. embarrassing because yeah. you know, I, you know how much I love to be center of attention. You must have known I was going to do that. I too. did not. I honestly thought you'd be cool and just not. Hey, I was cool. It. I was cool. But then yeah, you went off list. You started doing songs that weren't on the list. Motherfucker. So and I you, didn't know what to do. Yeah. Did not know what to do. I panicked. So you I did just, fine. I just left them. Well, <laughs> like, yep. Oh, whatever. That's, listen, that's man. In the future, when we do gigs, if you ever panic with the equipment setup, just leave it as it is. 
That's perfect for me because then we can go from there. But, yeah, I did go off list, but I didn't go off list to fuck with you. What happened with me it was, was just happy coincidence the, that no, it no, fucked no, with me. Exactly. <laughs> perfect coincidence. No, the, the, the set just went too fast, man. Before I knew it, I was on like the last page and I was like, well, because again, you got to feel an energy of a room and see what they're into and what they're down for. And I knew people were still having fun. Nobody had started to leave yet. And I was like, I can't finish now. But the guy, uh, one of the owners or, you know, the guy that was there earlier on, he comes up and he said, uh, you know, we close at 11. I think it was like, you must have been on for about two hours, 10 past yeah, 10 yeah. or something now. And, yeah. and I was like, we close soon. Yeah. We hadn't done the raffle at that point, did we? No, we hadn't. And that's, you know, I didn't know, one, I didn't know they closed at 11. But you've seen me play many gigs. And it always seems, what happens with me is, once I get into that groove and I get that energy for it, I just got to keep riding it out. Because once it's over, it's harder to get it back. Because the worst part about the gigs you used to come to me with was I would do 45 minutes, stop for like 20 minutes, and then start again. And that energy was that was a killer for the energy. Because they requested that, didn't they? That was yeah, really they always weird. wanted you to stop. They always said, yeah, do a break. Yeah. Like, do two, two 45 minute sets. Yeah. But why? For a sport or something, I totally think you need that rest. Maybe some artists do. I don't. Yeah, but I find thing, it worse. You're not running around a fucking football yeah, field because you get your hands warmed up, you get your vocals warmed up, you get comfortable with the room, and then it's cold again. You got to start mean, over again. It'd be different if you know you probably could do ninety minutes if it was Arsenal or something shit. But right, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. Normal, normal. Yeah, you, you can't. No. So it's that's that was my thing. Was it takes you what to ten minutes to get the vibe going, and then you bring it. Down. So I generally just keep playing. If 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 everyone's having fun and if it's feeling fine, which we did, we kept going. And then at one point, yeah, you told me you're like, yo, they need to do the raffle. So I think because I prepared, I think our list had 22 songs on it. I didn't count, and I think I must have played like 40. But at least because you I, came back on then and did like five yeah, more. But, or something yeah, but even then, that, you? like we did the raffle, and I was like, look, you guys ready to go home? You want to put the want to put the stereo back on? We can all just drink. And they were like, no, play some more songs. Fuck you. So I was like, all right. So I played a few more songs. I'm not saying they were all fucking bangers, uh, but I had a lot of fun. Everyone uh, else, like, yeah. No one said a bad thing about it. Everyone had fun. Everyone enjoyed themselves. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, going back to going off list, the reason I did that is you know how OCD I am, and I had the set list prepped so that you kind of do this peak, high energy, high energy, show's over. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at the end of that list, and I'm like, well, if I play the fucking ending now, I can't then play other stuff because this is the big finish. You always have to have a big finish, ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was the only reason I started like sticking things in, ladies, because I didn't want to, you know. You're on fire. I had that energy to build to, you know. But I had a fucking great night. Uh, one of the things, uh, uh, Nathan, young boy Nathan, who was also there, thank you very much. Outlet was there. Hammered. He was uh, Outlet. Outlet was not there. No, oh, yeah, because no, 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 he wasn't because Outlet, Outlet bitched out. But if you remember our old podcast history, remember I had Jordan in my phone as Outlet? Yeah. So in my head, I still think of Jordan as Outlet. But Jordan was there and he brought a real girl. The what? The girl that he's been like, oh, no, I'm seeing a girl. And they're like, fuck off. He's like, I'll bring it. And we thought she was going to do the whole like, you know, I have a girlfriend. She's in another school. I oh, she couldn't make it to this party because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's uh, yeah. mum died. So or, then, you know, when we did see her, I announced to the entire crowd. Oh, we brought Jordan up to, to draw draw a raffle yeah. ticket, and I said, "Oh, we'd also like to say congratulations because his girlfriend is real." And <laughs> it was just like, and apparently he told me I I embarrassed the fuck out of him. Good. That's what that's literally yeah. what we wanted. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I for one small part, I thought you were gonna do the rap. I thought you were gonna do that rap. Did I, we play the rap on here? Yeah, uh, no, we never did. But yeah, when we had a rap battle and I fucking destroyed it, I didn't even cross my mind. Didn't even I cross my mind. I thought you were going to be like, so Jordan said that he was going to do a rap. Just give him the mic. Go first. Get Goffy up to hold him. Because oh. Goffy made it. Goffy made it. Goffy was hammered. They he were was, all hammered. He was. 
Govey was so hammered that he hugged me at one point, grabbed my ass, and said, I love you, man. <laughs> and I like Goffy, but we don't really talk at work that much. So for him to be like, love you, man, I was like, you too, buddy. So it's cool, because I know now we got that. He's a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, he's a big man, but he's a teddy bear. So it was a great fucking time, you man. You felt that? Yeah. <laughs> he hugged yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, it. is that your phone? And he's like, no. All right. No. Um, but yeah, where else were we going with that? Who else do we embarrass? What else did we get up to? I had so much Tried fun. Tried to get Tony to tell a joke, but he wouldn't. That's on right. stage, That's Tony right. the joke. Was Tony. Like, tell us a joke. That's right. Tony, Tony dad joke. Uh, chickened out in front of a full crowd. It was fucking awesome. It's a good night. And we raised money for a good cause. That's the most important thing. Did we mention 1,146 pounds and 99 pence? I think we did. Did it, did did it, did So thanks, everyone. We had an awesome time. I'm sorry for going off list and fucking scaring you. But I'm not, I'm not totally sorry. But I'm not, yeah. Oh, what I was going to finish with was uh, young boy Nathan <laughs> finished with. God, I'm on fire. That's what she said. Uh, young boy Nathan at one point smashed, was like, you are awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I was like, thanks, dude. And then uh, Jordan, who was there also, uh, girl Jordan. Oh, yeah. Because you know her. This is just a young lady we work with, folks. Quote. Quote. I thought you were going to be fucking rubbish, but that was really good. <laughs> you were fucking really good. Oh. And you know what? I appreciate the fuck out of that kind of honesty. She's pissed. She would have, if you were shit. She would have told me. Especially Jordan. Like, dude, dude, listen. She, she would have fucking ball breaker. She would have told you even if she was sober. If you were shit, you don't organize an event and invite all your work friends. No. That's the last thing you do. I, they, they don't like you enough to take pity on you to be like, oh, that was really good. Well done, buddy. They'd be like, Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because even when uh, even when Klingon Head, who also didn't show up, uh, was talking about it, the whole buildup, he would be like, oh, what if you're fucking shit? I bet you're fucking rubbish. If you're rubbish, I'm going to boo you. And uh, I'm always staying humble, uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying I'm phenomenal, but I know I'm not rubbish. Yeah. So that dig didn't get to me because I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Because I knew once they got there and heard me, they'd be like, oh, he is pretty good. So I had that underlying confidence of like, not that I was going to blow their minds, but they would at least be like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. So when they were like, oh, I'm going to rip you if you're rubbish, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I hope you do. Okay, buddy. And then he didn't show up anyway, so I guess I won that one, right? Yeah, fuck him. How many people have we destroyed now? <sighs> many, many, many. So there, you, that's our, you know, uh, I got another story to tell, but it might get me in trouble, so I don't know if I should do it. Those, well, it's not the, the winter's coming one, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's that one. Oh, yeah. I think we should just leave it. Everything's been settled. But now we it. teased it, so... <clears throat> yeah, which is good. you got to leave one or more. That's right. Uh, maybe one day, folks, we'll tell you the winter is coming. Straight. Yeah, because, I mean, if we do it in a couple of weeks or something... He might have calmed down by that. Yeah. We'll come back to and it. And people would have forgotten, and it would have been like... That's right. It, it's, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, don't, don't need to worry about that now. Good. Perfect. We'll leave that as a teaser. And I'll even call the episode Winter is Coming winter just to annoy coming. people. Um, but yeah, that we won't tell that story because it almost got me in a lot of trouble. I guess. <laughs> All right, so what else have I written? I even wrote a list for us this week, dude. So fresh off of that gig, Freak. Rachel and I went to France, and uh, which was lovely. To live the fucking, you know, oh, I'm a rock star now. Let's go travel in the world. That's right. So uh, a few days before, I got a message for we stayed with uh, Rachel's aunt and uncle in their beautiful home. And uh, I got a message off uh, Uncle Denny. I'm allowed to call him that now. Oh, my he God. Said, His name uh, is Denny. Nice. He said... Um, does he own a restaurant? No, but I love some, I love me some Denny's. Love me some Denny's. Uh, so he sends me a message and he says, uh, hey, what kind of guitar do you use? Uh, which <clears throat> is a kind of vague question as a musician because it's like, well, for what? Like, what? So anyway, we, we're chatting about guitars. I'm like, ideally this kind of a guitar or whatever. And he says, what would you use if you were going to play for people? 
And I was like, oh, again, it's vague. It's what kind of people? What kind of crowd? What? I was like, an acoustic guitar that's electric so that I can plug it in would be ideal, maybe with a capo, which is something that allows you to play in different tunings, different keys. And he sends back and he's like, cool. I was just curious, you know, just in case we find a pub that has an open mic or something. Uh I thought, cool. That sounds like fun. He said, I have a friend who has guitars just in case we find one. I was like, cool. Uh, Ten minutes later, he messages me again. (laughs) He's from, um, he says, all sorted, mate. I got the guitar and you're playing a gig on Wednesday. This was in like 10 minutes and I'm like, what's this now? Should have sent back. Okay, this is my normal rate. (laughs) Right? You're in for 20%. Uh, So, yeah, I went to, we went to uh, Champs Secrets. I probably said that wrong. Uh, and I played at a bar uh, called Le... This is a bit funny because half of it's in... Fr- Le Secret Night. Le Secret Night. That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, but ironically enough, uh, you know that uh, Mike's podcast? Who? Mike. You know Mike. We like Mike. Mike, oh, Mike, sorry, Mike yeah. and those other guys. <laughs> Mike, yeah, you did the wrong one. Mike and those other guys. You know, dinner and whatever. Uh, there's the, the French one on there, isn't there? The Arsenal fan, you know. Uh, they, they, I don't um, know. Like, I... <sighs> You know, Sally? unless they're Sally? really good, like Mike, you know, I, I just... It's th- hard to remember. Th- Sally? Yeah, is, is his name Sally. Sally? Anyway, he sends me a message <clears throat> and he says, oh, what brings you to such a... Well, it's funny because on Instagram, we were being friendly. He's like, oh, what brings you to France? And I know that he has family there. He's from there. So I knew he'd be interested. We have a friendly little chat. Yet on Facebook, we're like chirping each other, me and this Sally bitch. So anyway, turned out, uh, ironically, I was in a, within a few hundred kilometers of Sally's parents. Small world. You know what I mean? I mean, like, that, I, I just mentioned it for that, you know? That's, that's cool. He's like, oh, they're only a little while away from you. That's strange, isn't it? Uh, and at the same time, Mike was also in Europe. No way. Yeah, because he was traveling. I haven't listened to uh, dinner and a whatever in a few weeks uh, because, you know, if Mike's not there, I'm out right yeah, away. Yeah, it's kind of, you have a flip through it? No, yeah, no, no Mike. No, no Mike. I'm out. Um, just got this gravitas about him, haven't he? That just this, yeah, no, sucks you I know, in. I know. Just something yeah. about him, man. So there we have it. Um, but so we're in France and um, beautiful little little uh, venue. You kind of walk in. It's a nice small pub. The owners live above it in a flat. So you can already see the kind of vibe it has. The Behind the stage, there's a nice big bookcase. But as we walk in, I see tons of gear, like drums, guitars, basses. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's an open jam. Which is different to an open mic night. Open mic night is like, who's next on the list? Take your 15 minutes. A jam night is like multiple instruments and people get to jam. Kind of like you'll play, I'll go up and do the drums. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we, meet the, we meet the dude running it right away. Uh, we start drinking. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yep. What? I, I had some beers. You don't drink beer. I had three, three? of the big... Flagon beers. Oh, they come in pints now. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. They, come in, they come in <gasps> pints. They come in pints. I'm getting one. So, wait, was it pints or was it double pints? Like the the Stein, like the, the, the big Stein. two pints. Yeah, it was like a two Stein. pint glasses. Yeah, I'm sure it was a Stein, motherfucker. Damn, son. So you're drinking as you do, and you hit that point of like, all right, that's enough now. I know where my line is. Now it's time to switch to the water or the Coke Zero or Coke Light, as they say in France. You know what I mean? Ooh. So, Le Royal um, with cheese. So I get up to play my set. Turns out there's lots of English speakers there. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. And I just played a gig like a week and a half before. So I'm like, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm up for this. Yeah, I had a cool set. Uh, At one point, I played a Dr. Dre song. And I introduced it by saying, this is Dr. Dre, but we're going to be all right. Everybody hold on. Very cool crowd. Uh, I come off after my first set because they asked me to go back and do another one. After my first set, I I, I go to the bar to order drinks for myself and Rachel. And the owner says, oh, Trey Bien, Trey Bien. I was like, thank you. And she said, which drink is is yours? 
And I said, this one. And she said, poured a bigger one and said, on me. And, uh, so when you get to that moment, you can't be like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Because you, 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 that's being rude. You got to represent, right? So I took the drink and uh, played my second set. And I got to play with uh, a gentleman that came up and played um, harmonica. Which was pretty rad. Well, with yeah, you yeah, with me, on. we did like a medley. You know the me- you know the medley I do where I talk about uh, if you want to impress your girlfriend or your wife or whatever, oh, and the, I go through the, all the love songs. Yeah. Those I did that one, but he's playing along with me on um, harmonica, which was cool as fuck. The only downside was, you know, how sometimes just John, I may not know all the words to a song. And See, I just fake them. So we're doing Joker, Steve Miller band, and the core. I couldn't even tell you what it is now, but it's I'm a I'm a I'm a lover. I don't know them all, right? So I usually just make them up. Yeah, yeah. I just usually make them up. Because I know, like, it's uh, I'm a smoker, toker, midnight joke. I know that. So I just kind of make them up. Problem was, this guy was backing me up on the vocals, which was cool. But he was making them up, too. So (laughs) every time we did the chorus, it was like, because I'm a friend. I'm a friend. Because we're both saying different things. But other than that, it was a lot of fun, man. I had a really good time. Um the uh the next next morning uh well because the, that day uh, uncle denny at that time denny had said to me listen rachel can call me uncle denny but you um you you're not quite in yet so to you it's just den or denny and i was like all right yes sir next morning after the gig at the breakfast table he says it's uncle denny now matt and i was like it's kind of like some right. gangster film right like, i was in i was in the family now after um, last night you are in. I don't oh, know what accent. That yeah, was. but uh, we had a, we had a great time. He, um, he uh, him and his he lives in the same village now, uh, very close to his childhood best friend, and they're both um, they're both Kiwis. No New way. Zealand was that like unplanned or is it? Well, they grew up together, and their friend uh, Denny's friend had a, a a cool little holiday home in this French town, which. Deb and Denny would visit often and then fell in love with the place and thought this would be a great place to retire. So they live in the same place, but they're both like in their seventies. Uh, and of um, course, obviously, they're kind of like you and me. They've been buddies for a long time, and there's always that underlying competitiveness. Yeah. Kinda. So we go, we, we go to visit his friend, and then we go down to the basement because the men are going to play pool or snooker. So I'm walking down the stairs, and I'm like, "Oh fuck! This is always when other men realize that I'm, I'm not, not as a man, manly, yeah. like that I'm not actually a real man." So right away, I'm doing the whole like, "Guys, I'm terrible. Like I'll, I'll have fun, but I'm terrible." And they're like, "It's all right. We'll just have some fun." So as they're taking turns dousing me at pool, like destroying me at it, there's also a weight machine in the corner. And this is what made me think of you and me because, you know, um, he would start, uh, they'd be playing, I'd be playing pool with Denny and his buddy's over here. I don't know if I, if, I don't want to say his buddy's name because, you know, anyway, he's over there and he sits down in the weight machine and he's doing the whole like working out while I'm playing pool with Denny. Denny finishes with me. Giggity. They switch. And then you see Danny kind of watching him when he was on the weight machine. So now Danny's over there and he's on the weight machine. He's like, like, is like anything you can do, I can do better. They must have done it like three times. They would switch up what they were doing and then the first guy would go and then he'd run over there. And I just pictured me and you doing that being like, what is, what's John doing over there? No, no, up the weight, man. Oh, yeah. he's lifting weights, go, is go, he? Go, go All up, right. Go, yeah. But you wouldn't talk about it. But once you walked away, I'd probably just go over and be like. And do the same thing that you had done. Oh, they were awesome. So really cool dudes. You can tell they've been friends a long time. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome. I don't know if the, I don't know if um, Denny might listen. So if he does, Uncle Denny, it was a great visit once again. Thank you so much. But he, as I messaged you, I didn't get any pictures. He has an unbelievable uh, war memorabilia collection. 
It is amazing. Like, you you see them, you go to, like, military stores, which are a completely different thing over here mm. to, I imagine, like, say, in the States or... I don't, Maybe France and all that might be different, but given... So yeah. Well, he's, he lives uh, in the area of Normandy. Oh, right. So, so it's all... Like, I mean, for example, he was telling me a story about one of their neighbors was digging a, tr- uh, digging a hole to put in a pool. Yeah. They had to stop and call in a specialist company because they found pieces of American tanks Jeez. in their ground. So this was, like... A big war, a big America? area. For wait, battles. wait, wait! America wasn't in the war, though, were they? No, the war. Uh, no, were America? America? Yeah, you're right. Did I? Con- oh, you know what? America came in at the end. Remember, yeah. we'd already pretty much won, and then America was like, "You guys need some help." It's we kind of talked about this, didn't we? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, I how I see this is kind of like is it DJ, DJ Khalid? Like, imagine right? Why if, am I yelling? Imagine if you wrote a song, you did everything to a song—the vocals, the piano, the guitar, whatever it is. Then I just come in, and then I just add literally, world's greatest, or whatever he yeah. fucking says. I'm the greatest at the beginning and at yep. the end. Yep. Can I then say that's my song? I guess you can. Because, I mean, I, I In America, you can. America, it's like, I know. Let's watch these people fight for two years. Right. Ah, they're so fucking close to winning. Yeah. So, I could literally go far to them, and then fuck them up still. Yeah, so apparently, you know, America went there too and got, you know, got their clocks cleaned a little bit. But they did there's also another road you're driving when you're driving to their home and denny's giving me the history lesson and over this mountaintop he said the germans and the americans used to fight over this mountaintop because at the time this road we were driving on was the only one in or out so german snipers used to just sit up on this mountain and just pick people off just want to say to any americans listening not fight each other fight against the enemy right yeah not each other contrary to everything that happened in the iraq war Ooh, my boy taking digs. Just Johnny stepping his game up. Just, but yeah, so anyway, back to the the, the 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 unbelievable collection. Oh yeah. First off, not even the the war memorabilia, but the room and the display that this guy has set up is the kind of thing that you and I would fucking drool over. When I first visited him, he had it in his garage. It's still it was a garage, but it's been renovated. So when I first visited, it was just kind of like oily floors and cans everywhere. We had a little karaoke machine in there that I helped him set up. Um, but now you go in, man, and it's like lights on, bes- bespoke display cases with lit oh, up, sweet. Uh, full size uniforms on, like you know the body state. What are the you know the dummies, mannequins, like. the mannequins and stuff, uh, medals, helmets, weapons. And I mean, I'm not I'm not a war guy whatsoever, but a great collection and something that somebody cares about that it's much comes across, man. Yeah. So then he's giving me the full on tour. And I want to tell him he should be doing a YouTube channel for sure. Fuck Because yeah. he knows so much about all of it. And he's talking to me about like dates and things, certain events that this happened and he got that, this like from this there. This day and age, like, you know, you write it down. Like, no one's really going to, like, it's hor- I love books. Fucking love books. But, like, no one's really going to read yeah. books. You put that on YouTube. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know. It may have to be that when I visit him, I'll just film them and I'll make them. That his collect, like, but the, the, the main thing that got me was he then takes me over to this corner where he's got a three. Uh, two or three generations of photographs, like obviously older, newer. Blah, blah, blah. And he looks up and he's like, oh yeah, so that's my grandfather when he fought in this battalion. And it's got his grandfather's badges and a picture of him on the tank and all that type of stuff. Uh, it was great grandfather. Then he says, oh yeah, that's my granddad there. And it said, you know, this was in when he fought with his badges and thing, badges. Why do I say that? Medals. Medals. Uh, and then he's like, oh, and that's my dad as well. So he has three generations of his own family right there in front of him. So it's not just like a collection of stuff uh it's like his own family like a time capsule yeah it's his family. unbelievable uh the room is gorgeous uh he made me put on a fucking nazi helmet 
And then for a split second, I didn't because modern day snowflakes, I was like, I should take a picture and send this to just Johnny. You should have. Because oh, I have fucking this fucking. No, because you know. You're hey, already, bud, I'm going out to meet uh, Denny's friends. You're already thinking of ways to. you could have got me with that. I know it. So that's why I, I'm glad I didn't. It's kind of like that story I tell about how once I was an extra on a movie set and I played oh, yeah. a KKK member and I was in the full on robes. <sighs> Thank fuck that didn't happen in modern era because you know I would have been taking pictures of that. It would have been on Instagram and then somebody would have killed me. And then, oh, you would have been famous and then 30 years later, someone would be like, hey man, do you remember when you posted this photo? Mm. And it's like, no, no, it was for a film. <sighs> but no one could remember the film. Right? So anyway, yeah, Uncle Denny, unbelievable collection. Thank you so much for showing it to me. I was already out of the room when you asked for pictures and I didn't want to be like, even though I'm sure he would have been proud to, I didn't want to be like, oh, can I go back in and take some photos? That's fucking sweet. Next time I'm with him, I'm definitely going to try to get him to talk me through it on camera and see if I can't get something on YouTube about it. Because, I mean, I was interested and I'm not into that. I'm not into the war stuff, but there are so like many passion, war buffs. Passion, Passion comes yeah, through. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What a great collection and a great little room. So it really gave me inspiration for my, you know, because I, you know, I want the, uh, the, man the cave. yeah, I want the man cave, but I want my man cave to look like a toy store. So I want like a fake cash register. I want like toys on the shelves, you know, that kind of deal. Buy that with like plastic money in there. Right. Ding. I want a rack in the middle with comic books in it. You know what I mean? That's why I want like the boxes that you get in comic book stores, like yeah, the wooden yeah, boxes yeah, yeah, that yeah. fit it perfectly. Yeah. Like uh, glass cabinets, like almost one of yeah. them displays. Like you get the the racks so you can like hook everything up. Yeah, I need a big room obviously for that, a bigger house than this, but that's just my kind of pipe dream. But what's cool about it is Denny was actually, I said I was talking to him about that and he said, you know what, it'll all come, man. He's like, I've wanted this for years and I finally was able to earn it. So if you want it, it'll come. And that kind of made me feel like, you're That's right. the thing. I can right, imagine man. he probably started small or maybe everything exactly. was in the box. Well, he's so. been collecting you know, longer than we've been alive. He just happens to be at that age now where it's all before him. So I'm looking at it going, I wish my collection looked like this. And he was like, one day it will, man. So awesome. Uh, I had written down on our little list here of also things to talk about. By the way, thank you, France. Unbelievable time. I'm now a huge legend in France, just so everyone's aware. And I, I'm not even known. Those surrender monkeys loved me. <clears throat> So, yeah, for any, like, Americans or French people that take offense, it's kind of us taking a dig at... Yeah, we're um, not shooting at all of you, we're shooting at some of you. Yeah, Speak so, so if friendly fire, apologies for that, but, like, yeah, this is kind of a dig at a few specific people, but yeah, we kind yeah. of have to broad... Because, you know, they took digs, like, apparently, oh, yeah, yeah. allegedly, they said, if it wasn't for us, y'all would be speaking German. Yeah, so that's the... We'll just flat out tell you now, dinner and a podcast... We're in a beef with those guys. It's a podcast hosted by Mike and some other chumps. Uh, we're kind of having a pod beef because we didn't ever actually, actually tell the story of what we did to them, did we? I don't think we did. I think it was all them. Let's start at the beginning. Dinner in a podcast has a sponsor, Dizio Bakes, which is a cookie, uh, a, 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 a lady that makes her own cookies, cupcakes, confectionaries. And I also, I, I also, I always saw that she made custom orders. <clears throat> I can't believe we haven't told this story yet. I'm so excited. So... <clears throat> I have this evil thought, technology being what it is, is because you see somebody like that working hard on their own business, and my first thought is, oh, man, I wish I could order some cookies and show some support, but they're not going to send cookies they, they over here. They you know? might not survive that, because yeah. you know, it can take a few weeks there. Yeah. So then the mind started running, and I thought, maybe she'll let us take a dig at them. Through her? So I had to get the balls <laughs> to send her a personal message and say, hey, uh, I listened to dinner and a, you know, Mike and the boys. Uh I was wondering if I could place an order with you and have you send them to the boys. And she's like, yeah, I'll be up for that. She's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> so then I just had to go, I had to be like, look, 
we obviously don't know each other. If our sense of humors aren't the same and you're not interested, I totally understand. Please don't take offense, but would you be willing to make a bunch of dick cookies and send them to dinner in a podcast? And then I sent it. And you know when you get the like typing screen? Yeah, when someone's oh. typing and I'm there like, She's going to oh, be like, dude, no. fuck off. Yeah, Ever yeah. How me. dare you? Yeah. She sends back basically, which was, LOL, I love it. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, all right, since we're being flat out and talking about it, can they be different sizes? And she's <laughs> like, totally. And I was like, yes. Like the next day she messages me and says, oh, I ordered new molds. They'll be here tomorrow, LOL. So she's loving it. Mold. Um, so she. Uh, so then what she does is she makes these cookies. She tells, um, what's the, you know, the one guy? Not Mike. Mike. Not Mike. She tells not Mike, uh, I'm going to have a box of cookies for you. Uh, they're a new recipe, and I want you to try them out live on the air. And she's, I didn't ask her for that part. I just asked her, good Lord, to deliver them. She says, I told him he has to ch- try them on the air. And the box just has a picture of Brad Pitt on the top from Seven, I think. You know, what's, uh, in the, what's in the box? So she tells me this, and then I'm so immediately I'm like she's super like, stoked. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I think they're recording tonight. I dropped the cookies off. So then I'm like, it's Christmas. Um so you'll have to go and check out their episode. I don't know which one it is, but it fi- the title finishes with Box of Legends. You don't need to subscribe. Just like stream the one episode um, <laughs> where they talk about us. But so then they're on their live episode. They open this box. Um, the, Ar- the other Arsenal fan, Joe, uh, is giggling his tits off. Because he was when they opened it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm waiting for this thing to explode. And he says, they're dick cookies. They're-. And the note inside said, your friends at Legend in My Spare Time invite you to eat a dick. Eat a dick. And they were just giggling like, they're all different sizes. And then they also went on to say that they were delicious. Well, it's nice to know that our dicks taste nice. That's right. So as they said then, Gauntlet has been dropped or thrown. You guys started this. You brought this on yourselves. <clears throat> Ain't shit happened yet, sir. No. they, they like, like, like we said a few minutes ago, they, they took the whole, if it wasn't for us, you'd be speaking German. But I, I yeah, just but don't think they fully quite understand what happened during that little conflict yeah, or and, well, our ability to speak other languages. I also wanted to point out to them that we, you know, we're really glad that uh, Dizio was able to deliver them on a day when Mike wasn't there. Yes. Because, you know, we didn't, you know, we don't have... Wait, wait, no beef with Mike. Mike, we, you're we our didn't boy. Want, we don't want you to get caught in this. No, it's the know. rest of these chumps we got beef with. So... For Sebi, or Sally, as I like to call him, um, who said to me, because I basically said, oh, it's a shame. You guys are really funny, man. It's a shame you're Arsenal fans. And he said, know your role and eat a bell end. To which I said, as far as I remember, y'all are the ones that be eating those dicks. And then Joe commented on it and said, they were delicious. So it's good. You can't, yeah, okay. You just saying, yeah. boys. Uh, and since then, you know, uh, other than saying, uh, Steve saying, aren't they from England? Aren't they from England? Uh, it's nice to see that Sebi is the only one with a set of balls that are in his mouth uh, because he called us cunts. He called Cardiff a trash city, and I'm down for that. That's cool. Fuck yeah. But not only that, I mean, you know. The well, he did, it, he did it in the context of football. Yeah. What he doesn't realize is that we don't give a fuck about football. No. So, But I get it. That's the thing. Being a male, people come up to you and be like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, talking about the game, and you're like, yeah, dude, I really don't follow football. And they, they keep fucking exactly. talking. But at least Sebi is making an effort. <clears throat> but, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, the other... Uh, Oh, those English people. Like, we haven't heard that a thousand yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're, we're English. It's a very right. common mistake for Mexicans to make. You know, <laughs> exactly. They, they, they make it all the time. That's right. And and lest we forget, Sebi and Joe, who are Arsenal fans, uh, your best player is one of us, motherfucker. A Welsh guy. That's right. 
Aaron Ramsey is their fucking top player, and he's a fucking Welsh boy. You know more about that. Like, only because they talk about it, to be honest I think the you. only thing I know about, fo- about that, like, don't get me my uncle loved them and saw the games, programs, everything before he passed, but, like, it was the only kind of thing I know is the whole IT crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have to be bad for a TV show to be ripping on you. Yeah, because Arsene Wenger is, uh, I can do an Arsene Wenger impression, and you don't know him, so you'll be able to say it's perfect. Ready? I did not uh, see it. I think the uh, referee was against us today, and uh, we, we, we. Well, you know, perfect, perfect, flawless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I'm just saying. Now, there's a thing. There, there's this rumor that every time Aaron Ramsey scores a goal, somebody dies. So, all your recent deaths. What was Burt Reynolds recently? Shit, yeah. Ramsey scored. So Angel he's Kyle Welsh. Zaggy. When he scores a goal, people die. We're Welsh. We record podcasts. Now, I'm pretty sure that I can st- statistically guarantee you that somebody has died every time we've put out a podcast. Fuck yeah. So that's all I'm not I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, we're not going to fucking incriminate ourselves. So before Mike and the boys get too big for the britches, don't ever forget that you ate our dicks. And can I just point out the fact the whole, if it wasn't for us, you'd be speaking German. <laughs> you love going back to this. You know it was Mike that said that, though, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm... I, I'm sh- no. You're going to blame no, 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 I blame everyone else. Fucking Steve. The whole, like, you got to also keep it in mind the fact that you speak English. You all speak English. So let's just say that... They are from that, New yeah, York. Let's just say that... Um, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, they speak English. They, isn't the majority of New York one that really founded by, like, the Irish anyway? So, <laughs> you know... I mean, unless but you got no, no, feathers in your hair, you're not in America, right? No, and even them, if you go back further, they're fucking from uh, the ch- from China and the uh, the Orient. That's right. Back so, when it was fucking ice age, people walked across it thinking, "Oh, this is land," and then it melted and they got stuck there. Yep. So, like again, we all you want to be real technical, you can all push it back to Africa. But what I was just saying is, we at one point like owned two thirds of the world. We owned majority of the world, the British. That's right. That's right. And what did we do? Why do you think English is now the most widely spoken language in the world? We can't grasp other languages, so we make every other one speak our language. Not to mention, Sebi and Joe spend a lot of their time supporting a British team. Whose main top goal is Welsh. Welsh. He's one of us, see boys, sorry. And like, it's just the whole, they speak English. I know, I know. Well, I guess what he's, I mean, it's not even his joke really, right? Because it's in Friends. Ross's dad says it to... Uh, Emily's, Emily's dad. dad. You know, you cheeky and would be speaking German if not for us. But, you know. It, we've heard it so many times. But yeah, you're right. We are the best podcast recorded in England. Yes. Uh, and right. I know their, their other dig is also the whole legend in my own time mind. But then uh, that's and then, just their ignorance, like showing that they got. They I, think can't the begin- I think at the beginning. Things. I think at the beginning, Steve was messing it up. Uh, and then now he's saying that, you know what I'm saying? He's saying yeah. it was a messing with us thing. Uh, anyway, so. Check out those fuckers over at dinner and podcast if you want, I guess. Mike's funny. Um, Uh, Sorry, yeah, I was just going to read this. Without England, there would be no America. You were all descended from some other country as the only true Americans were Native Americans, hence the name. And you slash we pretty much wiped them out. Uh, Lots of Americans are Irish or English anyway. I just kind of Googled. Play ball! Oosh! Um, There was something else that we were going to take a dig at them for. Can't remember what it was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 in my head, I know that it was going to be kind of maybe mean. Yeah, 
But I'm uh. kind of glad now that I forgot it because, like, you know, again, we're not taking the dig at Americans. Just these specific, you know. These ones, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Let's move on from them. Folks, just always remember that those who can't do, teach. Uh, so, on our last episode, you, you and I, we uh, we played a trivia game. We did. We've run long today, so we won't play today. But I believe there needs to be a rematch because last week, last time, I beat you. No. Yeah, I won. No, I won. If you're going to write on a piece of paper, win or loss, I won. I won. No, we restarted and I won. No. That's kind of like saying, oh, the game's over. We still got like five minutes left on the fucking whatever, the table. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's exactly Let's what happened. No. The, the main game. It's kind of like you and I disagreed <sighs> about a question. And you said, fucking fine, do it again. And then I beat you. But didn't you agree that the, the disagreement was correct? Well, Harvey motherfucking Locust jumped in on that for us to, oh, to clear it up for us. Sure, your friend did. Unless No, he's our friend. If he says if he says something that goes in my favor, then I love him. Well, listen, either way, we're going to redo it, okay? So next week, we're going to redo the Friends trivia because I'm tired of your fucking puppy ah. eyes pretending that I didn't actually whoop you. You bitching and moaning. No, actually, I won. You said, let's replay it. Well, first, in that episode. Flawless, flawless. Flawless. In that, in that, on that episode, we had also talked about, because we kind of complained for a while, and then yeah. we said we sounded like grumpy old men. Uh, Big Jim from Ontario, Canada says, you don't sound like a miserable old man. I know because I am one. Oh. Thank you, Big Jim. Thanks for your loyalty. Thanks for always listening. Um, very nice to have you. All right, so now Harvey gets in on the Friends trivia question because remember, we were talking about the one with the 50 states thing. Who yes. was the last one to finish the challenge? Which I think that's the one we argued over. But either way. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I said technically it was Ross because he was like, I'm not going to wait until I get all this, even though other people quit. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, wasn't it, uh, Monica quit on 12 or something, or 11? Well, listen. Said, I'm not playing this stupid game. I am now going to refer to Harvey as our official... Historian. Friend spurt. Friend expert. I'm just going to call him our historian, and then we can just ask him to research things if we need them research. We can oh just be God, like, yes. yo, Harvey, look that up for us. Matt, John, I think the 50 states question should be disqualified. The question, as you stated it, is who comes in last? Ross technically is the last one to answer, but the original scores within the six-minute parameter were Monica with 36, Rachel with 48, Ross with 46, Joey with 56 and Phoebe with zero because she decided to name types of celery instead. So if you were to say Phoebe doesn't count because she changed to celery, then you technically have to discount Monica's score as well because in the episode she says, it's a stupid game and I wasn't playing against other people, so technically I didn't lose. If you want to check for yourselves, it's a classic American Thanksgiving episode and one of the few things that is not titled The One With. It's Season 7, Episode 8, the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the one where most of them, yeah, yeah. So there we are. So technically then, oh my God, can we write to Trivia Pursuit or whatever the competition is? Can we write to them and say, I want this appealed? The answer, you put the answer down as Monica, however, oh my God, can we? All right, sure. Are you going to do that? Well, well I'll, I'll tell you to do it because you know me and words. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So uh, we're going to redo the Friends trivia then. We'll do it next week. Yeah. Because then we can settle this once and for all. But ba we have to agree right now. Ready? Next week, no restarts, no do-overs. And we shuffle the deck of cards. We shuffle the deck of cards. First to six wins. That's it. Six? Why six? That's how many it is in the thing. All right. All right. Hang on, hang on. Okay, now. Yeah, first to six, okay? So, 
No arguments. No bitching. Next week, first to six. That's it. Thunder Dome, bitch. All right, then. Let's do it. And for fun, we'll set the cards on fire while we play. No. Okay. It's like fireball. Yeah, that's a bit far. Oh, yeah. That was it. comes up with the bowling ball, doesn't he? It's like they're Boom! On, or the shoes. It's like I they're on fire. one week. I'm going to call in sick to work and just binge them all. They're on They're on Netflix. Yep. Well, actually, I'm not. Uh, didn't you say that, that they fucked up with the aspect ratio on Netflix? Mm. So I still haven't watched it. I, just watching I heard what that was stuff. about today. If you watch Friends on Netflix, they were filmed in full screen, but when they put them out to the widescreen, you get a lot more shit than you should. So there's kind of like shots where it's like Monica's body double. Or it's supposed to be Ross's dad, but then it's his stand-in. So you get like a split second of like, who's that lady? Very weird. But obviously because they back then, they never would have realized it was going to go to widescreen. But yeah. So check that out if you watch Friends on Netflix or on like the Blu-rays and stuff where it's being reformatted, but not properly, as it were. Yeah, so check that shit out. Check that shit out. So it's been a great episode. Thanks, folks. Uh, Any closing thoughts? Um, I, I saw that you had on the list that JP versus the phone shop. Yeah, but that got resolved, didn't yeah. it? So you're okay with that now? Well, yeah. Ordered the phone Friday. Supposed to be there Monday. Wasn't there Monday. Supposed to be there yesterday. Wasn't there yesterday. And then I couldn't get hold of him today, so I was panicking. Well, I say panicking. I was getting myself worked up. You I'm were like, ready to fight. I was fucking... And then you were like, you remember when you were there? Don't yeah, blame yeah, but them. In, but in fairness, that was before I realized you had given them 650 pounds. For a fucking... Yeah. So you pre-order the phone. It doesn't show up. Uh, and you were upset. And today you even asked me if you could put a name on the list of Lee's. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're breaking out the list? Of course you can. It was the whole, right, I understand. We, when we were there, pre-order, hello, I pre-ordered a phone. Shit, it hasn't come in yet. Oh, I understand that. But then for the guy, to, for it not to have turned up yesterday, I'm like, why the fuck didn't the assistant yeah. or branch manager, as his fucking name badge said today, why didn't he ring up and kick off and be like, yeah, where the fuck is my delivery? Yeah, exactly. The guy is in here, he's angry, he's kicking off, blah, blah, blah. And as far as they know, like, I, I, cause I traded my phone to get, like, money off. And... They were like, yeah, you can keep the phone. Uh, obviously, just be very careful with it now because uh, the company's under the assumption that we've got the phone and we've sent it off. So, right. obviously, and I'm like, yeah, no worries. And he said, if you could just factory reset it before you come in. So, lunchtime Monday, I factory reset the phone. And I was using, like, an old. But they don't know I was using an older one. So, like, I, I basically had nothing. All I could do was text because I thought, fuck it. It's pointless putting anything on there. I'm going to get my new phone. Mm-hmm. So, as far as they know, I was without a phone for, That's like, right. five, six days. That's right. Five days? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Friday, Saturday. Four or four. Yeah, whatever. fucking whatever. Customer's always right. So, and the fact that, like, yesterday when I went in, the woman was like, oh, they're filling out a form, like, uh, goods not received form. And I'm like, well, why the fuck didn't the guy do that Monday? So Tuesday, yesterday, I could fucking have this. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I and, don't like, know. the guy sounds like a drip. So, yeah, I was getting a little bit annoyed, what, but what, I was just like... Was, if, the, was the drip there today? Yeah, he was the one that... He was out back, actually, when I went in there and, like, gave me the phone. He's like, oh, sorry about this. I was. I don't know what's going on. It's fucking crazy. Do you want to put him on the list? Oh uh, yeah, fuck it. Put him on the list. Ooh. He's gonna go on the list because I mean, it's like when we used to fuck up, we used to bend over backwards. Or it's a case of, look, we will call you when it's in. We keep it aside. Do not fucking touch. This is for this person. I will kill you. You That's know? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, all you had to do was order a fucking phone. That's right. Fine. Let me get it out. Ready? The list of lease. Please. Car leave, phone. Please that in. Warehouse guy. You just made the list. Fuck yeah. I don't want to say his name just in case. But I, I was I was in my head, I was going to create a Twitter account. I was going to give it to yeah, you. No, yeah, you were telling them. He was getting ready to be like, I'm going to set up a Twitter account. I'm going to give it to you because you're with the words. And we're going to fucking roast them. And I was I like, got a this fucking guy. ring head office, email head office. Just fucking boom. I was like, he's after blood. 
Like you were after blood, and I don't. I've had you. a new phone for a while. Hey, I'm the guy who dropped on my fucking WWE game that I don't even play didn't come in. Remember? So I get it. I get it. Oh shit! Yeah, you were fuck. I you know. said to me Tuesday, you were like, "Hey, dude, you were in that situation. You remember where I was like, cut him some slack." And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> shit, yeah, you're right." Yeah. And then you fucking did the same thing. Fuck! How do, did I forget that? Do as I say, not as I do, man. Oh, how did I forget that? I'm just saying, bro. I was there thinking. I was like, "Yeah, he's right. Calm down." You know, it's it's ordered. You paid for it. You're gonna get it. Just calm down. You fucking ah, oh, you bastard! <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, you y- fucking receiving. Yeah, I know. And what I was. was it they said to you when you were like, "So what's the point in pre-ordering then?" And he was like, "Oh, in your case, yeah. nothing." Right. I was like, "What?" Uh, so yeah, there you go. I never said I wasn't hypocritical, man. Do you think I should try and sort of still moan and see if I can guess something? What are they gonna give you though? I don't know. You got money now. You're being like fucking Steve from Dinner and a Podcast. He'll complain everywhere to try to get free shit. Oh shit, but he's you, one of them, is he? Mm. Oh. Uh, but but ultimately, what are you possibly going to get out of this? They're not going to give you money. I mean, so what I do ha- they have to offer? What are they going to give you? A case? I've already got a case and a screen what protector. I've had the case, the screen protector, and a fast fucking wireless adapter charger thingy Monday since Monday. Well, waiting for the phone that I haven't had. I mean, I love causing shit on Twitter, so if you still want to cause some trouble, we can do it. But no, I don't know what we're going to get out of it. We're not going to get anything out of it. I mean, if it's like a coffee shop or something, you'll get like a free coffee or a free bagel out of it. But what are they going to give us? You know the dudes in the shop can't do fuck all. Or won't. Or won't. So. Oh, there's nothing we can do. Actually, I mean, we used to work in a phone shop. I think there is something you can do. It's just you really don't want to do because you're going to get in the shit. And then yeah. you're going to have to explain to your boss why this is happening because you fucked up. Uh, I fucking hate working. I hate working in the phone uh, shop. Do you remember, let's finish with a positive story, though. Do you remember the lady who came in from Carphone and said, the guy over there told me you would do it for me? Yeah, and you were and like, we happened to fucking know the guy, and uh-uh. I was like, all right, come on. You then. took it over. Oh, yes. So this lady comes into our shop, and I think it was like, he says, you can give me a refund or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was. I was sending something off for repair, right? Yes. And she said, oh, but the guy in Carphone said that you could do it. And I was like, did he? Because I, th- I think this was before you realized it, and you were like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Which one served you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Pointed at- because we got along, because we worked in phone shops right across the road from each other. So, of course, as employees, um, you're going to get along, and you're going to hook each other up. Yeah, because they, they never sold the network specifically that we worked for. Right, so we could, it, didn't, it wasn't we competition. No. Right, so we could hang, you know. Anyway, so she says, the guy over there told me you would do it. And I was like, oh, did he? All right, let's go find out from him then. And I remember you watching me as I'm like shit-eating grin, walking this lady out of the shop, right into the car phone shop. And I said, all right, cool. Uh, which one Which one said it? And she's like, um, uh, it was that one. And I was like, oh, Sam. No problem. Sam, buddy, can I talk to you? He's like, yeah, how's it going, man? I was like, no. Oh, great. How are you? He's like, good, good. Good to see you. So we made a point of like being buddy-buddy. To which I then said, oh, maybe just a bit of confusion. Um, This lady uh, seems to think that maybe you told her that I could send that phone away for repair. But that's totally not something I can do. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. I know you can't do that. That's not what I told you. And he looks at the lady and says, that's not what I told you. And you can tell now this bitch is like, fuck. Uh-oh. So then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe it's just a misunderstanding. No problem. And she's like, oh, sorry. And I was like, yeah, no worries. As I walk out, yeah. shoot Sammy Boy a wink. Uh, and then I remember you told me you've never seen me look more proud of myself when I, was like, when back, I walked back in. Big, big erection. Big grin. Fuck yeah. Well, there you go. Because, you know, when you get a one up a fucking snooty. Yeah, up in a their polite custom, way as well. Yeah. Oh, the fucking, that was like my favorite. Drug. My second favorite one was the woman who came in 15 minutes before closing during late night hours. Came in and said, what time do you close? And I said, seven. And it was like 645. And she said, oh, I'm looking for an upgrade. I was like, no problem. But just so you know, five to seven, everything shuts down. So I got to do it before five to seven. 
Is that strictly true? That could be alleged either way. However, when it comes time that I've already been here and now it's 7 o'clock at night and nobody comes in during these things, I want to go home, man. So I say, listen, 5 to 7. You don't have headphones on, so you didn't hear that. No, but that I scared did. the fuck out of me. A sound effect just went off in my ears, which is the end of the show, but it's not going to be. I'm going to leave it in, though, because maybe it'll scare the listeners, too, because that fucked me up. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's like 10 to 7 now. She walks back out of the store, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go look at Carphone, too. And I was like, hey, just remember, five minutes. I'm happy to help you. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes walking around a Carphone, comes walking back at 7, and I've already shut the doors. And at seven, she's out there going, oh, well, how am I going to get my upgrade? And I was like, yo, I told you five to, like, to say, I can't do anything. I literally can't do anything now. I let her back in the shop. I was still like, I can't. Systems are finished off. I can't do anything. Oh, but I want an upgrade. I was like, yes, I did tell you to do it for or five minutes. And I wanted to say, but you wanted to make sure you weren't getting a better deal somewhere else and you missed out. So now you have to come back tomorrow. So that's fun. I like that shit. Fuck people. Yeah. When you get to work in retail and get a dig in on somebody, it's fucking beautiful. However. I genuinely think everyone at one point in their life should work retail, whether it's just mm-hmm. like a weekend job. Because uh-huh. it's kind of like in certain countries where everyone does um, like national service, you know, yeah. it's kind of like everyone has a little bit more respect for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, need to learn to eat shit. Yeah, like if everyone's eating shit and, you know, and you're on the other end and you're like, are you? I go, wait, wait, wait. I remember when I was in that situation. Like when I, like the talk I gave you, yeah. young man. Yeah. Even yeah. though that was a little bit double standard. Oh, to, okay. no, 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 it's not yeah. a little bit. It's totally, but you know, that's how I roll. So I, th- I think it would be better for everyone. Like if everyone worked in a restaurant for like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of months, everyone yeah. worked in like a phone store, everyone yep. worked in like a, uh, I'm with a you. supermarket. Yeah. Everyone would understand the job. So everyone like, it'd be a bit like, oh no, no worries. I remember when I was there. That's right. I can chill. And so, I, not only would it be good for like the people who worked, I think it'd be good for customers. Like for you, if you go in now, mm-hmm. you're like, no, wait. I remember that. I I yeah. I feel for you. I'm going to be more reserved. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, much love to all of our listeners and friends that have to work retail and deal with the public. I got a lot of respect for you. We feel your pain. Just keep doing what you do, man. Keep it up, you know? Uh, other than that, final thoughts is we're glad to be back. Thank you for, for listening. Make sure you go ahead and search out Matt Lee's Gets Creative. That's where all the interviews are going to go from now on. I got quite a few coming up as well. Uh, just in this week alone, I've uh, interviewed uh, a fully touring guitar player. Uh, I'm talking to a fully fledged author, a published author who isn't our friend Colin. Uh, and I've talked to one of the fucking... Um, Cardiff Devils. Cardiff Devils hockey players. Those will all be going on the Get Creative. And I don't know whether a hockey player is really going to fit in within Get Creative, but that's where they're going. Well, you know, it's... it's I guess it is creative when you're on the... So anyway, Matt Lee's Gets Creative, wherever you get your podcast. Take a look right now. Keep an eye out for it. That'll be launching soon. Uh, thanks for everybody who helped us with Matt Lee's versus Cancer. 1,146 pounds, 99 pence. And check out our artwork by the amazing At Alero Art. Thank you so much. Because he did say he thinks that this was the best heart that he's ever, ever he said, uh, done. Yeah, he said he did one for some fuckers in New York and that ours was way better. Because yeah. theirs he just kind of did on the side, but his ours he really enjoyed doing, he said. Yeah. That was just, that's just what he told me. Yeah, that's uh, dead. Yeah. Uh, other than that, that's it, folks. Oh, by the way, we are now a podcast that only features original royalty-free music because three weeks in a row I got a cease and desist order. No way. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, straight up. Cease and desist. Like, didn't you say like that's how you know you make it big? Like, if Disney fucking just was like, yeah. "Hey guys, yeah, yeah," but three no. weeks in a row we got cease and desists. 
You should so, frame that fucking shit. I know. So there we go. I, I guess we, we can talk in more depth about that next time. But yeah, uh, that's why you're not hearing our usual Blues Brothers ending um, because. Uh, but then, like, you were out, like you were out of covers, like. For instance, I can Boris Avenue covers a lot of other people. Sure, yeah, they they would pay for those rights though. Uh, okay, never mind. so you know, but like you said, like isn't it the same three chords? So couldn't you technically, technically just bluesy I mean, the same I mean, three chords? I could put it up me playing it, and that'd be different. But because it's like a, it's kind of like those Shazam things where the software just recognizes the same pattern yeah. and then they know it's theirs. Uh, so we don't have to talk about it next week. There's nothing to really talk about. I got three in a row. Uh, of season assist for our music on the podcast. First one was when I interviewed P. Chan. So from now on, it's only Matt Lee's original music. If you hear it on this podcast, it's original, owned by me. So you can listen to some more Matt Lee's band. Uh, and we used um, "If I Die Before I Wake." Uh, we got one right away for that. I, I know the name. Uh, and then, um, at least in heaven, heaven I can skate. Heaven is a half pipe. Opium. 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 That was it, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, so that's why we're not using um, music we don't own anymore. Oh my God, I really fucking hope now we get flagged for that. <laughs> right, just because we sang it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Anyway, listen, it's been real. Follow us on Twitter, at Legend Podcast. Hit us with the hashtag L-I-M-S-T. Hit us on Instagram, at Spare Time Legend. Outside of that, I've been just Johnny. Ooh, you're rusty. You missed your ending. I did. I did. All right. So I was just thinking, in my head, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "I was like, what the fuck?" I was trying to figure out. I was like, "What you getting at?" And I was like, "Oh, I missed my mark." All right. So I've been just Johnny, and he's been Matt Lee. Please get the fuck off of my podcast, and don't forget, as you can't do, teach. Bye.